Welcome to the Grace Experience with Grace Wood. Being raised as a devout Sunni Muslim woman, but much like the Apostle Paul, radically saved by Jesus with her own Damascus Road experience. Let's join Grace now and learn the lessons that she has learned from her Heavenly Father and rekindle our relationship with Him. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Grace Wood. Everybody, my name is Grace and you're listening to the Grace Experience. Some of you may or may not know I am a former Sunni Muslim and my podcast is based upon my life as I've overcome many things and as I go through healing and just transformation in Christ. And my hope is that I am able to help people because if God can do it for me, He can certainly do it for you. So today's podcast was inspired by my 17-year-old. Um, she sent me a YouTube video and it was entitled American Gospel, Christ Alone. And as I listened to it, I shed many tears because I was so grateful uh, for God and for the people that God put in my life and the people that helped me to raise my children very early on i said to the lord help me to be the mother that you want me to be i don't want to mimic anybody else i don't want to model anybody else i want to model you god and in order for me to do that then i'm going to have to partner with you holy spirit to help me raise these children in fear and admonition of you i don't want to raise them like my parents raised me i want to do it your way so that was one of the prayers I prayed and God showed me so many amazing things. One of the things he showed me was Matthew 6.33 that says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added, right? And let me read the Passion Translation because I love the Passion Translation. It just does something to me. So above all, constantly chase after the realm of God's kingdom and the righteousness that proceeds from him then all these less important things will be given to you abundantly love it so that's something that I strive to teach my children I understand that how I laid the foundation will help them in their lives and also when they have children because you see this picture is bigger than us Sometimes we look at things as far as our noses, but you gotta look at the big picture. You gotta think in terms of generation and you gotta think in terms of legacy. And that's how my mind works. So what I did was that scripture was foundational to me. And one of the things that I learned through the Holy Spirit was to teach them about purpose. You see, I started going to this ministry and my kids were very young at the time. My oldest was eight, my son was three, and my baby, who's nine now, was like literally a baby. And so I didn't feel comfortable letting my children go to children's church because I like to gauge, you know, the environment. Let me see. Uh, even though I was learning in this church, I was still fairly new there. So whatever classes I went to, there was a class in particular called Foundational School. It was like a maybe a, a three-month thing that you go. And when you went in there, they teach you about your rights in Christ, who is the new creation, all those things that a believer should know. Because once you understand who you are, the power that Jesus has given us, 
you understand then your purpose you don't walk around being afraid because you know the power that god has given you you know as he is so am i you know these things and so while i'm learning these things they are learning them so some of you may be thinking well they're babies how could they be learning that guys the holy spirit that lives inside your two-year-old is not two years old he is ageless so when the time comes for the word that's already been deposited in them to rise up in them it will rise up i can tell you this because i hear it with my children okay so then i was doing that also i had a mentor at the time and she taught me about the power of confession and i wrote out five affirmations for my children this is how it went i'll just tell you and we still do it too today i said to them guys what is your purpose and their response is, my purpose is to take the gospel to the nations and take Jesus to places that no one's ever heard of him. I have the mind of Christ. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am blessed and highly favored. No weapon fashioned against me shall prosper. The wisdom of God is working in me. I am righteous. And then my son had an extra one because he had issues with asthma. So he would say that my lungs function as God designed them to function. As they got older, the confessions change because they have different needs and the age group. And that's something we do today. I told my kids, I said, guys, look, you do not belong to me. You belong to God. God gave me the ability to carry you in my body. You are his. My job is to raise you in the fear and admonition of him. That's my job. So when you do things that are disobedient, you are not just hurting me, but you hurting God. So that's how I train them. 127 verse 3 says that children are a heritage. The fruit, the fruit of the womb is a reward. So those scriptures are foundational for my family. So I, I know these things and then they know it too, okay? So the reason I was so moved by the uh, YouTube that my daughter sent me is because, I mean, the girl's 17. She can go many which ways right she have she has friends that are not christian they're not believers she has friends that are buddhist that are all these different religions right but because of foundation she still seeks the things of god she's not seeking to look at new age or other religions no she wants a closer relationship with christ and i cried like a baby because oftentimes i'll think when i hear her saying certain things like gosh am i being effective Am I teaching her the right things? Did I mess up? And most parents, we have these thoughts. And that's okay. As long as you understand that they may veer off, they may go a different route, but they'll always come back. Because if you think about it, when you as an adult are going off course, what is one of the things that brings you back? I know for me, it's the Word of God. I may have a thought, but the word that I've eaten over such a long period of time rises up in me. One of the things that I do diligently, if I know that I have an issue, I'll give you an example, with faith, right? Say there's something going on in my life and I feel like my faith is not big enough. I will play uh, sermons that are based on faith while I'm sleeping. Some of you may be saying, seriously? Yes, your spirit man never sleeps. So all those things are being downloaded. Same thing with your kids. We have time where we have worship. We have time where we have communion. We take communion not just one Sunday a month. We take communion as often time as we want to. Sometimes some of them will say, Hey mom, you want to take communion? And we take communion. And what we do is I let one of them lead it and we pray together. 
honestly I can be very militant but the Holy Spirit brought it to me that I needed to um, create a balance and that's been about two years now that I've been very conscious of not presenting God to them in a certain manner now I'm going to touch on that a little bit about as parents it is so important how we present God to our children um, I'll give you an example I was in my bedroom one day and I heard my son wailing he was literally wailing so I rush out the room because I thought something had happened right so I go to him and I'm like what's wrong and he starts barely can talk like and he's just like wailing and I'm like okay calm down so I calmed him down and I'm like what's the matter and he's like mom I don't have a desire I'm like what do you mean he's like I don't have the same desire that you have that Layla has that Aaliyah has for God I just I want it but I don't have it and guys I was so like blown out of my mind because I'm like this is a baby I mean to me it's a baby at the time I think he was 10 but the point is the fact that he recognized that he didn't have a desire for God so I looked at him and I said son that's not a bad thing the fact that you recognize that you don't have a desire for God that means you do have a desire that means there's something inside of you that's saying hey there's an issue and that's the Holy Spirit speaking to you so I tell you what we're gonna do but I want to remind you that God is so pleased with you that you reached out to me to let me know this and in that moment I realized that the way I presented God to my son wasn't as a tyrant I didn't say how could you not have a desire I told him that God was pleased so I presented God to him as a loving father as a loving Papa versus a God that's just waiting to punish him because he didn't have a desire so then we, we came up with a game plan but I allowed him to lead it because this is about him not how I would do it but the way he would do it and of course I'm there to create the boundaries and the guidelines of how it should be done and make sure that it's scripturally correct okay so I said to him okay so what we're gonna do firstly we're gonna pray for God to give you a desire is that something you want to do and he said yes ma'am so what we did we sat down we took out some notepads we wrote out a short prayer I said to him do you want me to pray it or do you want to pray it? and he said well I'll pray it I said so every day when I come home from work um, when it's bath time we're gonna sit and we're gonna talk and then we're gonna say this prayer and that's what I did with him and we prayed that God would give him a desire for him right now even in all that did he suddenly uh, say to me mom I want to preach the gospel no he's a child what I'm doing is laying the foundation that's all you can do you cannot have a relationship with God for your children you cannot stand before God and say God please take them to heaven because um, you know I'm a Christian it doesn't work that way the only thing as a parent that we can do is lay the foundation and make sure that you partner with the Holy Spirit and do your very best my son has um, what's the word sometimes his mouth is a little loose and it gets him into trouble so what I do is I take scripture and I take real life and and the scripture that I took for him was Proverbs 25 28 and I'm gonna read it but before I tell you that that scripture one of the things too when I was um, asking the Lord to help me you know build a foundation and teach them was this scripture 
and it's Proverbs 1 7 and it says how then does a man gain the essence of wisdom we cross the threshold of true knowledge when we live in obedient devotion to God stubborn knows it alls will never stop to do this for they scorn true wisdom and knowledge I'm going to read the King James version now there was the passion translation King James says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge but fools despise wisdom and instruction so first of all you have to teach him to fear the Lord. It's not a paralyzing fear that I knew in Islam. This is a reverence fear. This is the Almighty God and you have to treat him a certain way. You have to speak to him a certain way. I mean, that's what I taught them. Now, the scripture that I taught my son about being in control, and I, I want to talk about that for a moment. A lot of times we put so much pressure on our children to control their emotions and control themselves and we expect them to be perfect but yet as adults we don't even control ourselves we have tantrums but we don't allow them to have tantrums and one of the things that god showed me was is to give them that time to speak freely that time to express their emotions yes they can't just say anything in in the sense of cussing and all that stuff no i'm saying to express themselves their truth their truth and that's when we as parents can make correction. That's when we can discuss it and, you know, remove error or whatever you need to do. But we expect them to be in control, yet we are not in control. And that is not fair. And that is not right to place that much pressure. I know I'm guilty of this because I've told my nine-year-old, control yourself, control your emotions. Yet I get angry and I can go off the kilter, but it's not okay for her to do that no so i there's times when guys we are in my bedroom i have like a, a couch in my broom and we're sitting here and we're talking and we talk about different things because i want them to know that there's freedom and liberty in jesus there's freedom and liberty in christ in christianity because i do that on purpose that things out there are not as attractive are they gonna be attracted to shiny things absolutely of course they are they're human they have to live life they will experience things you can't stop that but the one thing that i can control is what i deposit into them because i have now partnered with the spirit of god so what i'm doing is what god is telling me to do because i can't do this on my own if you know my background i come from some stuff that is pretty deep but i didn't do those things because god would check me when i spoke too harshly I would be checked if I was being too hard so my son had an issue with his mouth and he would get into trouble because when somebody came at him he would just start talking so the scripture is Proverbs 25 verse 28 he that hath no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down and without walls and I would tell him son you are a black man living in America it's just the way it is and so there are some things you simply can't do and not to sound you know prejudiced or racist and not at all but that's the reality so you're gonna have to control your mouth Aaliyah quoted the scripture all the time because she had an issue too where she would have these tantrums and outbursts constantly like we needed to get that under wraps okay it's Proverbs 29 15 a rod and a reprimand impart wisdom but a child left undisciplined disgrace its mother so when she would do that i would ask her what does proverbs 25 29 15 say and she would say that a rod no she didn't <laughs> 
she would say no 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 I'm sorry she would say that my mother would not be disgraced yeah, for real but because I wasn't going to be disgraced but then God told me um, no you can't be doing that so what you're doing is like you're using scripture as a weapon yes can scripture be used as a weapon absolutely but there's a time and place for everything there's a time for war there's a time for peace there's a time for whatever but yeah I am using the scripture in a sense against my children in a way did they know the scripture? Yes. But the fear that they had, that wasn't good. I don't want you to have a paralyzing fear towards me. I want you to be um, open and come and tell me anything. But if I continue on that path, I was going to lose my kids. Absolutely lose them. And then you know what will happen? They go out there and they find somebody else to talk to. So somebody else that has a different foundation than you do, that has a different religion or whatever, or mindset, is pouring into your children because now you don't have any um, influence over them and I was like no that can't be me and I'm so grateful to God that he would check me in that area because if you know me my kids are very important to me and I know your kids are important to you so you want to do the right thing by them you want to do the best uh, and be the best parent that you can be you don't want to um, parent based or fear I know I did for many years like I have a swimming pool and in the swimming pool is like a, a tile and it has a fish right and I can't swim so when Layla was small and she was learning to swim I would tell her if you go past this fish the fish will swallow you right what was I doing I was parenting from a place of fear that's what most of us do because I couldn't swim and if she ventured off how was I gonna rescue her when I couldn't swim if I was in the backyard with her by myself right I imputed in her that so strongly that to this day Layla does not like a dolphins. There was one time where I redid their bathroom and I bought these shower curtains with dolphins. I bought uh, everything dolphin. It was so cute. The child could not take a shower in their bathroom because of what I imputed into her and to this day. So many of us are parenting from a place of fear. Maybe you don't let your child go anywhere because you were uh, molested, right? I never let my children spend the night anywhere. And really, the first time Layla ever spent the night was about, no, I was saying January, actually. She went to a sleepover. Yes, because of my experience. Most of us parents from what how we were parented. Sometimes we do the same things our parents done, and we say, oh, it's a tradition. And we're passing down what our parents didn't take care of. However, some of us are called to be the pioneers. Some of us are called to do what's never been done before. Some of us, whatever it is in your bloodline that has taken over for generations, God has called you to stop that thing that has been happening. So now you are the black sheep, right? Everybody says, oh, you out of your mind you do things like they don't do it and how do i know this because that's me i'm the black sheep but that's okay somebody has to be the pioneer somebody has to create the blueprint based on god's word right like abraham when god called abraham his family were, was unbelievers no one did what he did i mean he had a voice saying leave all your people can you imagine oh my gosh it's like when i think of this journey that i've been on you know when you get horses they have blinders on that's how this journey has been you just look straight ahead you don't look off to the left or to the right you look straight ahead 
and that's how I've been with me and God and when he sent people uh, to teach me I learn what to do and what not to do everything that we ever learn in life is not wasted no matter how bad the experience was it is not wasted when I look at my children when I hear them talking amongst each other and I'm not in the room and I hear them arguing and they sling scripture and you know against each other I am so amused I mean they could be cussing really like one time Layla said she was afraid of spiders and Salah was like well God hasn't given you a spirit of fear you know stuff like that they do that all the time it's hilarious to listen to them or they'll say well I don't think you took any notes in church today etc stuff like that because oh that's another thing when they were young to keep them occupied I would have notepads for them so they would be taking notes and my kids are very competitive so they would be actively listening and then after church we would discuss what they learned because sometimes they would be with me or sometimes they would go to children's church as I became more comfortable then they would go to children's church and we discuss what they learned there was also one way of me seeing where their heads were what I needed to um, work on even the more what I needed to take out of them a lot of people think that the church is supposed to raise our children no it's not the church you attend's responsibility it is your responsibility as a parent when they go to church it's just additional you don't rely on your church to teach your children because your first ministry is your children is your family you teach them and that's what I did I taught them the point is I see the work that I've put in all those years I see it now and I am so godly proud of my daughter I'm so grateful to God for her life I'm excited about where she's going <laughs> that God would give her to me that he would trust me with these children is so big to me because he could have given them to anybody else and when you think of yourself as being a parent and you think of the things that you lack because we all do that we all think of the things that we don't do well you know pat yourself on the back for the things that you do do well you may think well grace you don't know how i yell no i do know because i used to be a yeller too why because i was yelled at but I'm telling you, when you partner with the Holy Spirit, that you will take those things, those appetites out of you, those things that you think are normal. Remember, you are doing what's never been done before, and you're going to make many mistakes, and you are going to um, hurt them. It's part of life. You can't protect them from er everything, even yourself. But because that Word of God that's been deposited, they are going to be okay they are going to be just fine they are going to be way better than you because the hang-ups that i have they won't have they didn't have to grow up in a sunni household they didn't have to grow up with sexual abuse they, they didn't have to grow up with physical abuse i'm doing way better than was done to me and you know what they will do way better than what i teach them and the generation will just get better and better and better and it'll be the same with you just ask the Holy Spirit to help you to be the parent that He has called you to be. Don't mimic anybody, I promise you, because I can tell you, when people looked at our family, they thought we were model children. They thought 
the household was perfect but if you peel back the layers the things that was really happening people wouldn't believe it that's why I don't want to mimic anybody or I don't want to say I want to be a mother just like you because I don't know what's happening behind closed doors but if I keep my eyes on Jesus and if I stay in that vein and if I partner with the Holy Spirit that means God is going to direct me and He's going to direct you to be the mother, the father, whoever you are for those children. You will be just that. That's the thing I love about God and, and why I'm so in love with Him is because He doesn't let us venture far off. Hmm. So I want to pray with you before I let you go today. You know, you may be a parent that has physically abused your children or whatever it is. I want you to stop wherever you are and ask God to forgive you whatever that abuse is whatever it is God is waiting right there to hear your voice your voice print asking him for forgiveness you may be a parent that was on drugs and didn't raise your child and they were raised by their grandparents well thank God their grandparent was there to raise them or maybe your child went to foster care or whatever the situation is while you still have breath in your body, while they still have breath in you in their body, you all can heal and you still can raise that child in the fear and admonition of God. So Father, right now in the name of Jesus, I thank you for everybody that's listening. Father, I ask you to help them to be the mother and father that you call them to be. Under the direction of you, Holy Spirit, to raise a generation that is on fire for you, God that loves you, God. That don't chase shiny things, God, but chase you. Your word says in Matthew 6, that seek ye first the kingdom of God. Father, give our children the desire to seek ye first the kingdom. Your word says that the beginning of wisdom is to fear the Lord. Father, give them a desire for wisdom. Father, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope that you have enjoyed today's show of The Grace Experience. Be sure and like her Facebook page, Grace Wood, host of The Grace Experience Show. You can email her at experiencegrace2020 at gmail.com. Join us next week for The Grace Experience.